0: Hi guys, welcome to the second episode of the Evolving Mindset Podcast. I'm Andy and I'm joined here today with Phil and Lee. How are you doing, lads? you okay?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, good, thanks, Andy. Oh, sad.
0: So we've got Lee, obviously me and Phil, done the first uh, podcast last week, uh the week before. Uh, we've got Lee on today. Lee, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, obviously my name's Lee. Um I'm a mental health nurse by by trade. Uh, I've been doing this sort of job for around fifteen years now, maybe a little bit longer. I'm qualified as a as a nurse around two thousand and eleven. Um, so in between that, I've I've done some other training, um, which has kind of upskilled me and, and, and given me the opportunity to to learn more and gain more knowledge. Um, so one of those things was psychosocial interventions, and also. Um, around positive behaviour support as well. Um, I'm currently um, in my day-to-day job, a registered mental health nurse. As I said, I'm also a registered manager. Um, I have gained experience through working as a nurse in a number of different settings, um, acute settings with both males and females, and also uh, in forensic settings as well. Um, I've touched on community settings and the, the current um, situation I'm in at the moment. Uh, I'm managing a specialist uh, residential uh, service, um, which you know supports guys and individuals who had really traumatic um, experiences uh, throughout the journey uh, that they've been, and whilst they've been on the, in the system, um, and it's, it's given them an opportunity to, to reintroduce themselves back into the community. Um, and I think that's given me some really vital experience and knowledge um to be able to have, have jumped on board with Evolving Mindset.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean you um from setting up Evolving Mindset, you've been quite involved since the start, really, haven't you? Um and with your experience that was definitely definitely needed. If you could tell our listeners a little bit around uh the involvement that you you do have with evolving mindsets, you know, since the early days, since it set up.
1: Yeah, um, obviously Phil Phil approached me um, with yourself and um, when obviously the idea was explained to me and then come and seeing that first kind of pitch, if you like, I was just blown away. Um, it was something that you know I think within the community within this sector, it was something that was needed. Uh, there was a massive gap and and I think there was there was nothing out there that that I knew of that was was like what the offer was from evolving mindset and for me it was a, it was a no-brainer i mean you know from from the as you said from the start uh, being involved in designing the sessions and, and and being involved in delivering the sessions it was just something that i've got real passion about and you know again like i said earlier with the experience that i have gained um Evolver mindsets give us a massive platform to be able to share that knowledge with with people and, and hopefully uh, the aim is to help people and support people through tough times and and like I said, you know it's something fantastic and, and I think in the short time that we set the mindsets up to where we are now, I think we've we've already achieved so much.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean obviously I, I work in a similar you were both registered nurses but obviously in different settings uh, and we work with more you know people with more complex needs uh, than the people that we're helping through Evolving Mindset but I, I definitely think that it gives us that platform doesn't it really to, to be able to share our, our knowledge and, and help people at a different level in a different setting uh, maybe people who, who experience mild to moderate needs rather than the complex needs that, that people have we're used to working with um, but definitely when we first set up, but we wanted to surround ourselves with people who one had experience uh, working in the field, but also had their own personal experiences with with dealing with mental health as well. So definitely, we thought straight away, you know, we need to get Leon board here. Not too sure what you thought, Phil.
2: Yeah, uh, for me, it, it, that's the one of the key things around evolving mindset is, is the credibility of the people that has, that are actually delivering the sessions. Uh, and I think it's a big, unique selling point for, for what we're trying to do is, it, you know, how can we help people with, with their mental health needs or concerns? Um, if but we've not had the lived experience or the, the clinical excellence of what you guys are, you've both trained to be uh, mental health nurses for many, many years. But we've also come from it with an angle of that we've actually, like some myself and other people, got that lived experience of mental health concerns as well. And that blend and that balance and when we've designed these sessions that's how it's come about it's been the real clinical stuff and the real good stuff yeah blended in with uh, lived experience and i think that's what's made it it's such a really fantastic program that we've developed yeah right, again. yeah yeah um
1: I, you know touching on what you said there so i think that's one of the key things you know we myself and Andy especially having that sort of clinical background and clinical knowledge but what's important here is is that we I think we've all experienced in our own personal ways you know mental health issues or mental health problems uh, mental health concerns uh, with either ourselves or friends and family and I think it's important that we can offer that that different and dynamic kind of um, offer in the sense of we can we can come down to that level um, rather than it being all clinical and and it being you know words that people don't understand and terms that people are unfamiliar with we can really break these sessions down and and come across in a way that can can um you know attract and and reach out to those people who are, who are watching and who are listening and who are joining in with the sessions
2: yeah i and that's a lot of the feedback we get, Lee, is, is a lot of, of the people who've been on have said how relatable our content is and, and how it's not only the content, but how we've made people feel to be welcomed into the sessions because, you know, w- with that level of empathy, because we understand it and we understand. Um, I think when we worked out, I think over 30% of the people who've been on some of the sessions was, uh, had been as like a carer capacity or wanting to know more information about a loved one. So it's not, you know, we're helping many people within the community gain that understanding and knowledge of our mental health, uh, which is one of the key aims in which we wanted to do is was to educate our community around um, mental health and losing the stigma. But also doing it in a way that's going to relate to. When you start talking about all these clinical names, for stuff, you know, people will switch off. I do it myself when I go on some sessions and I like things to just be explained to me in a very simple way um so that's what, what's what my thoughts
0: are so Lee, it, you you naturally got involved in you from the start in terms of the the planning and the um the delivery of the mental health awareness uh, session that we deliver and the stress and anxiety management workshop that we also do' we found doing them sessions then since. Obviously you've done them in the community and you've done them in school setting as well um, for, for for teachers, uh, people's, uh, and, and we're going to be looking to do some work with parents as well. So how have you found them uh, sessions from delivering them?
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things for, for being involved with evolving Mindset, and I think that's something that's come across from all of us that have been delivering these sessions, is that from the start we've been able to deliver. We had an outlook, we had some outcomes and and we had a a way in which we wanted to deliver, but the good thing is that we've been able to adapt those sessions, we've been able to streamline them because we've listened to those people that have came on those sessions and we've listened to the feedback um, and and for us, it, it, it's it's given us that opportunity to be able to make that content relatable, as Phil said, to those people that are coming on through their feedback. I mean, I, I've absolutely and thoroughly enjoyed delivering the sessions, you know, in the community. Um, you know, we've we've been involved with Sean's place and delivered some fantastic sessions with, with those guys. Um, and I think the impact as well in regards to how adaptable We've been during this current situation to be able to to offer uh, online sessions as well has been absolutely amazing.
2: Yeah, um, it's something that, you know, it, we it's took us out of our own comfort zone. And what I, what I, what I respect more, the most about us as a group is how well we've adapted through COVID. You know, a lot of people may have just gone when, when COVID come along or we'll, we'll start back up again when, when things set up. But what we evidenced was it was that the need, the need was there more than ever. So we, we had to adapt and we had to look at new ways, innovative ways in which we could you know, provide our service to the local community. Um, so I know Andrew's going to touch up on some of our funding opportunities we've had um, to be able to help us do that in a while. Um, but obviously bringing, this, bringing the sessions online to people and, de- and developing content online has um, been really powerful
0: yeah yeah definitely and just to just to cap on what you've just been talking about then in terms of adapting the services we've just been very proud to to be part of our community as well and um because there's other organizations around as well and everyone's sort of come together um to, to meet the needs of people especially with uh, around mental health people you know isolating a lot more now and and definitely can be feeling the impacts on the on the mental health as as we all are um so I'm just quite proud of us being part of a community and what an organization like other organizations which are you know reaching out to people are still during this period. A lot of places might have said, No, we we offer this service and we can't we can't change, but everyone's adapted to the, to the needs of our local community really, which I think's been fantastic. Um so one thing i was going I was going to ask is that obviously I've just met and touched upon them that we're all dealing with covid nineteen in our own ways and I think it's had an impact on a lot of us if not all of us uh what what a few ways that we we've found that we've been able to manage ourselves uh, if I start with you phil what what what's been out during this time what's been able to help you mentally i I've been really
2: surprised that and one of the videos we put out uh, was on around being resilient and and self-reflection and I've learned so much about myself Jordan this um, you know lockdown Uh, and what I found was quite surprising was that how much I really enjoy gardening and how much gardening really clears my mind yeah and becomes more like that focused attention on what I'm doing and forget about all the stresses and worry uh, and things so for one of my top tips which I wouldn't have believed if you would have asked me 12 months ago. Would be to manage my own stress levels and anxiety levels. Would be to get myself out in the garden, and 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 get working in the garden, and just to switch off from that, and have that disconnect from social media, that disconnect from day-to-day life, and just focus on that particular task. And whether it's the outdoors bit or not, I don't know, but I just find and learned that I just naturally calm and, and just become more. Relaxed, and that's something that's really surprised me, and a big positive that's come out of uh,
0: lockdown. Bill, Lee, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I think um,
1: you know, I definitely agree with Phil. and and you will always search, and you'll find something new. Um, and I think it's important to to try something new that makes you happy. I mean, for me, um, you know, in regards to lockdown. Um, you know, I've had my wife working from home, and obviously the children at home, which has been quite tough as well as balance from work. So I've had to find something that, you know, enables me to to have some me time and release release some of my stresses. And you know, I think one of the things was definitely continuing with these online sessions and and offering support where, where we could uh, to people in the community, and that really gave me a focus and a purpose to be able to, you know, focus my energy. Um, on 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 something positive that I was I was providing rather than uh, wrapping myself up in the negatives and in the situation that I was in and and, and I think that really helped me um, and one of the other things is is something personal to me is that you know I've I do really enjoy online gaming and and, and you know I think that's really give me a sort of sense of escaping the real world if you like and and, and you know meeting people online and, and chatting to, to new people and meeting new people has really kind of helped me to to, to offload and and really get rid of some of the, the stresses that I've faced.
0: Yeah spot on I mean it's, it's important isn't it for all of us to, to to know what that thing is and I think that's what what comes across in our, in our sessions as well going back to some of the stress and anxiety management sessions is trying to support people to identify themselves what what it is what what, what it is that, that, that can help them and coping strategy for them. Um, my one, uh, I mentioned it to Phil before and I didn't realise I've, I've obviously gone through COVID and, and I've, I've, I've got an injury and it's become really frustrating. I've started seeing a lot of negatives, uh, waking up to feeling frustrated and not able to do the normal things. I think I mentioned in the last podcast that I've been trying to start managing day in a, a better way. Uh, but for the first time uh, because of my injury and because of covid and just out ease i was making quick sandwiches and stuff like that but the other day at the time i made a meal and i forgot how much i really enjoyed cooking and you know how how much it helped me and there's three things really wouldn't expect i suppose stereotypically wouldn't expect men to be saying you know phil saying that his garden has been helping him yourself you know on on gaming um and myself cooking but these are things that we've identified ourselves and think that's what we really want to try and get across in our sessions. It's important for us all to know what individually and personally uh, can, can help us.
2: Yeah. If someone would have said to me 12 months ago, as I've already said, you know, I'd be a keen gardener. I would have laughed laughed in the face. Maybe because I, you know, I'm a typical caveman and, uh, but probably that ego and stuff would be like, oh, don't be silly, that's not for that wouldn't be for me or my type. But it's something that I've really learned about myself that you know, it is exactly what Lee said, to try new things. How do you know whether you like things if you're putting barriers in the way to not let it happen in the first place by not trying something? And um, So I think that's something that's really powerful as well is trying something new, trying to get that hobby to keep yourself busy rather than just constantly being caught in overthinking and overthinking things and being on social media too much is having that release somewhere
0: yeah i think it's about trying to find that balance isn't it obviously trying to find out them stresses them things that are causing or you know the taps if i'm going to refer to one of the sessions trying to find the causes of our stress and anxiety but then also looking at how is it we're going to manage how is it what 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 really because what might work for me might not work for you or vice versa It's about trying to find our our individual.
2: Yeah, I think that's why. I think, uh, you know, if I can ask Lee, because I know that's one of the things I respected most out of Lee's session, was that helping people to understand their own um, stress levels uh, and their stress taps. So, Lee, do you just want to talk about that little session, just that little brief bit?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, part of the the stress and anxiety management sessions is is we offer. some strategies and some tips to be able to recognise, um, you know, your own stresses, and, and and as Phil said, that's very individual to you. And like what Andy said, you know, some things will work for for me, that might not work for others. And but there are times where you could share those those strategies with each other. So that's where it's good to talk. And we've we've developed some of our kinds of own strategies and adapted them. Um, we utilise what's called the volcano. Uh, the stress bucket and the circle of influence and concern and you know we go into more detail in those within our sessions but those strategies help you identify um, some of your risks, uh, some of your um, key kinds of triggers to be able to you know manage those and cope with those in your own way. Well yeah
0: I've been on the session myself and I think you have haven't you Phil and uh, I think as we spoke about some the last podcast is that although we're two of the trainers, you know, we found really a lot of benefit from the sessions ourselves. You know I mean? can I think it becomes very uh, personal and people can take away what, what they want. There's a lot around mindset, isn't it? It's not just around people who are you know, suffering from mental health needs or, or have particular problems. Everyone can sort of use it to set some goals and, and work on things as well. How do, you, how do you see the, the, the sessions now that, uh, you know, Jordan Colver made the decision to go live with Zoom sessions and we're going to start delivering some sessions on Zoom? How do you think that's going to go? Is you excited for it or nervous?
2: Uh, I think I, um,
0: it's been out
2: again, something out of the comfort zone. Uh, for me, I'm more of a, I'm a people person. So I like to be sat in the room with people, but obviously we can't do that. So we're just having to adapt. Uh, and it's took us out of our comfort zone. Um, and it's not my preference to do it, but it's not about me. It's about the help and support we can provide other people. So I've had to take myself out of my comfort zone to be able to do it. Uh, it's not my preference, but again, it's losing that ego. It's not about me, it's about the people who are going to help. Uh, so it's helping one person, that's always been... Of all the mindsets, goal is no matter what we do, even if we only help one person, um, then we feel as if we've done. We're doing our bit. Uh, hopefully, we we're helping a lot more people than one. But that's our sort of ethos. That you know, if one person tunes in or one person watches it, or we do one session with one person, then as long as it's helping people. So, what about um,
1: yourself, Lee? Yeah, I totally agree. You know, it's. I'm excited, um, and I think it's important that. You know, we we do adapt um, and like you said, Phil, it's it's not about us, um, but but I think it's important that we're able to deliver those sessions in a comfortable way so that, you know, that confidence and and, and that message comes across quite clearly and and we're able to offer that support in, in a way that people need it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've really enjoyed the community sessions and, and, and you know, I've really enjoyed the live sessions. And, and I can't wait to to kind of do more and, and get more involved in, in, in what's to come because I think the future's really, really bright for evolving mindset.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to them. I'm looking forward to, to hearing some of the feedback from the sessions as well. Obviously, it's going to be a, a big difference in the terms of how, how we deliver them. Um, but again, it's, it's just about adapting with the situation that we're faced with at the moment isn't it and making sure that people still got access to that support for free um so if anyone who's listening is interested uh just drop us a little message uh or our email and we'll try our best to try and provide some sessions some community sessions i know we're going to be doing delivering some 4k merseyside um so yeah just just give us a message and hopefully we can we can put something in place for people so, Lee, where can people find you then on social media if people want to follow along with your journey with Evolving Mindset or personally?
1: Yeah, um, so I, I've, I'm pretty much on most uh, social media platforms. So on Twitter, it's at Lee Monaghan. Uh, Facebook is Lee Monahan, And Instagram is LeeMon82. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite happy for people to contact me, you know, with, with any concerns or any issues. and um, what I will say, though, is, you know, I'm not in a position where I will diagnose anybody or I will be able to prescribe anything. But what I can do is, is offer as much support as I can and if need be, you know, signpost people to to somewhere where they may need, you know, professional help or support.
0: Yeah, definitely. We've got um, Evolving Mindset are... Or quite active on social media we are at uh, on facebook at evolving mindset on twitter at e v mindset uh instagram we are evolving mindset two thousand and nineteen um we're now live on youtube uh aren't we like oh, wh- where are we on youtube
1: yeah so um we we've we've started a youtube channel i think what was important for us was to get everything all in the one place. Uh, for people to go back and revisit videos, should they want to, and and it was as good um, a good platform for us to do that. And hopefully, in the future, we'll be able to to deliver some live YouTube sessions as well. Um, but if you you search into Google, you search for evolving mindset, uh, and then you go into YouTube, and then again you search for evolving mindset, and then if you just give us a subscribe, watch our videos, and um, just like them, share your comments.
0: Yeah, um, and we are our website as well, Uh So is, if there's anything, guys, that you've listened to uh, during the podcast, please uh, reach out to us, give us a comment, um, or send us a, an email even. and We'll try our best to get back to you as soon as possible. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of finish
2: off with the um, with the people who have funded us, Andrew, if you just wanted to. Obviously, we've had some funding to be able to enable the podcast and the um
0: videos as well yeah so we've recently had some uh, some good news that we received some funding from the steve morgan foundation uh they've been able to give us some funding towards uh, podcast equipment and video equipment uh, so we're in the process of of purchasing new equipment and software that's going to try and help us improve our content getting out to you guys so um if you do notice any improvements just make sure to let us know. And uh, from us, a big thank you to the Steve Morgan Foundation for doing incredible things and uh, funding a lot of good organisations, doing a lot of good work in our local community. And I think that's it from the podcast. Uh, so, you know, thanks for, for joining me. Yeah, thank you. have really enjoyed it, Andrews. Thank you very much. All right.
2: Take care.